dang it. Did it again. Fumbling around for some change in my pocket at the cafe, I had to take out all of its contents while holding my hot cup of coffee. Among the contents of my pocket's repository was my keychain, which has this dangling talisman attached to it. And wouldn't you know it, I spilled some coffee on it. Soon after, things were going downhill. After uh, paying for my cup of coffee with the mysteriously enticing flavor title of Dark Velvet, I walked over to a nearby bistro table in the coffee shop. And upon arrival, I sensed that my pants were sliding off my hips and an embarrassing wardrobe malfunction was imminent. I quickly grabbed my pants and managed to spill some of that dark, hot beverage on my zipper. Ouch! But I kept my cool, didn't want anyone to notice my faux pas, and after recomposing myself, things seemed to go much better. Seemed seems to be the operating word here. My usual routine of opening up my journal and getting ready to write some inane thoughts, however, were uh, not to be. I took out my pen and began to scribble the date at the top of the page, as I usually do, but the ink flow was not cooperating. I've had this problem before. So I began to shake the pen, similar to the motions made when you try to shake a mercury thermometer down to a lower setting before taking your temperature. And yes, I still use a mercury thermometer, as cumbersome as it may be to take a fever reading. Archaic, I know, I know. But it's still cheaper and more reliable than the electronic ones, which lose power when their batteries run down. But be that as it may, as I shook my pen profusely, a couple of ink drops began to plop all over my pants. Oops. Well, that wasn't going to come out too easily at the cleaners if at all. But at least the pen was now functional and after an hour of people watching my writing mood was inspired and words were beginning to flow. That lasted for about a minute when my wife, returning from her morning walk with her friends, burst into the store, comes over to me and announces I left my phone at home. I couldn't call you to come meet me. The car's outside. Let's go. Just when I was starting to get some ideas down on paper. And so I grabbed my stuff and off we went. We were meeting one of her walking friends at a local bagel place nearby. The ride took a few minutes of uneventful starts and stops. 
Then as my wife pulled into the bagel joint's parking lot, another car decided to back in into one of the spots in front of us. Okay. And so she stopped as the car in front of us maneuvered gently into its niche. My wife then slowly pulled up to another spot in front of a fence. And a second later, the car continued to go forward as she's pumping the brake to bring the car to a full stop. Suddenly, she's frantically yelling, it won't stop, it won't stop. What? I say, what's going on? As I realize that the car is headed in a direction that would not forebode anything remotely familiar, except for maybe a car chase scene. Crash! Right through the fence. My wife is now yelling and panicking. She's never been in such a situation. As it starts to get worse, we're now heading into the side streets where the car is swerving back and forth. She's trying to get control, but the car keeps going right into a main street where the oncoming traffic made it more difficult to conceive that we're going to make this out alive. Oh my God, it was like a rough version of being in bumper cars. Other cars are now trying to steer out of her way, tires screeching around us, leaving black rubber skid marks on the road, when suddenly we bounce off the side of a moving SUV. She swerves, trying to avoid other cars going past us, all the while yelling, it won't stop, it won't stop. She swerves. We're heading back toward the bagel joint's driveway again. Oh no, clipping a car's rear fender up on the sidewalk near the front of the bagel joint when crash! One more time. Right into a slender tree and some short metal poles. It felt like a plane doing a crash landing that we've seen in various movies. She's crying profusely, barely catching her breath. I realize that we are still alive. I try to console her with that realization, but it's taking a while for her to process it. An uncontrollable, life-threatening situation is, after all, traumatic. Eventually, she calmed down. I could only think that it was a miracle that we survived and that no one else was hurt. Moments later, the EMTs, the police, the fire truck, the tow truck, and the cleanup crew appear. We were both able to walk out of the crashed car. There was no fire hazard, and the fact that we both had seat belts on definitely saved us from critical injuries, albeit me a bit more painfully. My ribs still ache from the uh, seat belts restricting clench. My wife, except for some glass pieces that she was spitting out, was totally fine. I was very grateful for that. Soon, 
the hours of official paper processing passes, and the car is towed away with a significant V-shaped dent in the front end. Well, I guess we had to accept that it was totaled. Prior to the unexpected crash, our plan was to wait until spring to buy a new car. But at present, there's a car shortage due to computer chip shortages and the COVID pandemic's negative influence on the supply chain of many products. I guess we'll have to wait. The owner of the bagel joint was kind and brought us water, and she consoled us with, As long as you guys are okay, the car can be replaced. Good words, I thought. The friend we were meeting at the bagel joint gave us a ride home, along with our salvaged belongings from the crumpled-up car. Neither my wife nor I understood how this could have happened. Our 19-year-old reliable car, a Toyota Camry, that this highly-ranked model would suddenly let us down this badly. But when I researched the failure record of this make and model, we realized that the master cylinder brake was a notorious cause of suddenly losing brake control of this car. The class action suits were started only for the later Toyota models, which included the Camry, the Avalon, and the Prius. So I'm pretty sure we're not going to buy another Toyota. But for now, being carless on Long Island, we rely on our son, good friends, and kind neighbors for the occasional transportation to food shopping and uh, drugstore pickups, some leisure outings occasionally, and of course, dropping me off at the cafe. So, getting back to the uh, coffee-soaked talisman I mentioned at the beginning of this story, I've reflected on its efficacy relating to auspicious protection and decided to clean up the talisman. And presently, I'm buffing its surface area to shine like the Dickens. Ooh, my ribs are still a bit sore.